Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at ZanerMinistries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. I want to get into uh, what was in my spirit today uh, for this week. Now, this week, obviously, it's a holiday today, and so, um, you know, my I know many people are busy, but... It's going to be a three-part series, so Wednesday we're going to do part two, and then Thursday we'll do part three, and it's on developing your spirit man, and today, as you can see by the title, seven benefits of developing a strong spirit. I want you, if you're watching live, type in the comments, strong spirit, Uh, because we need to develop our spirit man more than we do anything else. Paul told Timothy uh, that bodily exercises has little profit, which we all should exercise. We all should, uh, you know, take care of our health. But he said godliness is profitable unto all things. And we need to understand, according to God's word, who we are in Christ and uh, understand first that we are a spirit who has a soul housed in a body. So I want to really, really encourage you this week, take some notes, write this stuff down if possible, and if you can't right now, maybe you're at work or whatever, uh, go go home and re-listen to this and take notes. I got a bunch of notes right here, so I'm going to be giving you a lot of the Word, and uh, I believe it's going to bless you. Now, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 is going to be the foundation scripture, at least for today. It says this, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul is literally telling us here that we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. And notice how the progression, it's not body, soul, spirit, it's spirit, soul, body. You know, when you are born again, when you're saved, you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, right? Your old, th- old things have passed away, all things become new. But your spirit, man, Jesus said you must be born of the spirit and of the of the flesh. In other words, you got to be born into this earth, and then you need to be reborn in your spirit. We know that uh, that's the whole uh, message of the, the gospel, is that you can receive the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, and you have to be born again. You don't have to be a part of a church to make it to heaven. You have to be born again. You have to be saved. And so your spirit is recreated. Your spirit comes alive. And so now we need to live not from our body towards our spirit. We need to live from our spirit towards our body. And um, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday and this morning that many people are struggling to overcome uh, even good believing uh, Christians uh, they're struggling to overcome some things because their their flesh and their mind is stronger than their spirit. And uh, when I say stronger than your spirit, I mean they're more conscious of the of the flesh and they're more conscious of the soul, their thoughts, than they are of the spirit, of the word of God, of the of who they really are. And so we can uh, develop our spirit to so we can rule by our spirit. We need to be able to uh, rule, walk in dominion, walk in authority through, we, we are to be spirit beings first, so we need to live from our spirit. And so 
I want to take this time to give you seven benefits on developing a strong spirit. Because number one, why would you even, you know, some people think, well, you know, what, why develop my spirit, man? I live here on earth and stuff. Well, I want to give you the benefits of why, because you can't desire to do something until you're hungry for it. You can't desire to have, um, you know, chocolate cake until you actually see it and then try it. So let's dive into what the Bible says according to developing your spirit so you can walk in total victory over every area of your life. Can you say amen? So for those watching right now, type this verse in the comments for those who will be watching later. Proverbs 18, verse 14. This is going to be uh, our second foundation scripture for, for the week. Proverbs 18, verse 14 says this, and I'll type it in the comments for you too. I like helping people out. The Bible says the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. A strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or in trouble. In other words, the, Jesus said... In this life, you will have things you're going to go through. You have trials, you have tribulations, and this in uh, the Bible says a the spirit of a man will sustain him. Your spirit, man. You know what? How do you respond or how do you react when something happens contrary to the word of God? Um, we're going to talk about that on Wednesday about indicators of how if you have strong faith or weak faith. But I want to ask yourself, how do you respond? Is your spirit man come out? Is it, is it the word of God that comes forth from your mouth? Or is it uh, fear, worry, anxiety, all these things? Because really, the trials in life, they're not from God. God does not tempt any man. God is not sending destruction towards anyone. The Bible says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus has come to give you life. But we live on this planet right now, and there's literally good things happening, bad things happening because of the result of the fall of man, sin in the, entered into the world. So if your spirit, man, is not built up to the point of dominating really how you respond and how you react, then you'll always just cave to the circumstances of life. And I, I don't want anybody listening to me right now, live or even on the podcast later, I don't want you to be a person who who uh, grows weary and well-doing and faints because of your spirit man being weak. You know, the greatest thing you can do is you can develop your spirit man. Because at the end of the day, you know, you you can't feed your spirit you know, a great man of God said, you can't, so most Christians feed their spirit a, a snack on Sunday and then starve it the rest of the week because they're only getting the word. They're only getting the things of God on a Sunday morning service. That's not enough. We need to, we need to eat and, to, and uh, feed our spirit just like we eat and feed our bodies. It's the same thing. And how do we do that? Through the Word of God. The Word of God is mentioned as the milk of the Word, as the meat of the Word. So in other words, you know, it's, it's, it's a symbolic of food because it, it feeds our spirit. And what happens is the more you feed your spirit, then the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, first it says, present your body as a living sacrifice, and then it says, renew your mind. So as you're feeding your spirit, man, 
and then it begins to penetrate into your soulish man, your mind changes the way you think, and then that manifests through your body because you're crucifying your flesh daily. So it, the responsibility is not on on God to develop your spirit man. The responsibility is on us to develop our spirit man. And really, when I say spirit man, I develop your faith. Develop faith is is a spirit. Faith, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You got to develop your spirit, and so that's the whole reason why um, we need. Uh, to develop our spirit so that we can see transformation in our lives. I want to see transformation in your life. I want to see it in my life. I want to see it in this nation. I want to see it across the world. And true transformation comes from uh, the Word of God. And really, you got to take this personally. You got to you got to own this. That you are going to grab a hold of the benefits of developing your spirit, man. And then you got to put in the work. I want you to type "work" in the comments. You got to de- you got to work. And not like strive and labor hard and sweat and this is so hard. No, but you got to put in the work. You got you to gotta do what the Bible says to do to develop your spirit. And so on day three, we'll get into the habits of a person who has a strong spirit. Because many people, um, they might think that they have one or, or they, they desire to, but they don't know how to put practical application to developing their spirit. And so we want to give you it all. We want to give you the spirit side, the word side, and then we want to give you practical side because everybody needs practical application to the word. If the word can't be applied practically, then uh, it's it's no good, right? So let's get into this. Number one, um, seven benefits of a strong spirit. Number one, a strong spirit will get you literally through anything. A strong spirit will get you through anything that comes your way. Now, we already read it, but I'll read it again. Proverbs 18, 14, The strong spirit of a man will sustain him in bodily pain or trouble. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? So a strong spirit will cause us to overcome physical attacks. Mentions it right there, pain or trouble. Why? Because when you get into sickness, disease, pain, what should come up out of your spirit and out of your mouth and flow through your mind is by his stripes, I am healed. Or he who heals me of all my or who heals me of all my diseases and delivers me from all of my destructions. Or uh, I forget not all the benefits of the Lord. And you you go through the scriptures just pop up out of your spirit because you've been feeding your spirit. You've been putting the word of God in you. You know, many people are waiting for trouble to happen before they actually go to God and go to the Word of God for their answers. Don't wait until you're in a place where you're in desperate need for God to come through or you're done. God will come through because His mercy is good. He's good. His goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life. A lot of times He bails people out in the moment of desperation, but, but why wait until then? Why not just on a daily basis, develop your spirit, man. Because the Bible says a strong spirit of a man will sustain him in physical attack. How about financial problem? 
when finances come, what it comes out of your spirit, man. Is it, my God shall supply all of my needs when some unexpected things ha- happen that's totally out of your control, and you're like, man, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect this bill. I didn't expect that to increase. I didn't expect inflation. I didn't expect that. What comes out of your spirit? Is it, my God shall supply all my needs? Is it, the windows of heaven are open on my life because I tithe and give my offerings? And Is it, the word of God coming out of your mouth? Or is it, Oh my gosh, we're going under, we're failing, we're done. And then after you spend all your time talking about the negative, and then you say, but God will come through. No, we need to have a strong spirit because it will sustain you. Why do we need to preach this? Why do you need to develop your spirit man now? Well, because number one, look what happened just three short years ago. When all the whole world was turned upside down, and all of a sudden the 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 church that you thought would stand up for God's word and what he said actually didn't. That tells me they didn't really have a strong spirit in the air in certain areas. You know, you can be strong and developed in your faith and in your spirit in certain areas and be weak in others. You know, you can be, uh, you can be so strong in trusting God for your finances to come through. But man, when sickness and disease comes, you don't know what the word says when, in regards to it. We need to preach the full counsel of God. We need to have the full counsel of every single area so our spirit man can be fully developed and we can have an answer for all things. When, it, when circumstances of life come, boom, the word of God comes forth. And so that's why the Bible says a strong spirit will sustain him. I know it says in bodily pain or in trouble. How about financial trouble? How about difficulties in relationships or marriages, right? Is the first thing, you know, maybe you're, is the first thing you're thinking, this is over, we're done, you know, is divorce the first thought on your mind? Or is it, you know what, I actually need to go back to the word of God and see what I'm doing wrong and apply the word and, and humble yourself and develop your spirit, man. You know, the more word you get in you, the better husband you'll be. The more word you get in you, the better wife you'll be. The better uh, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever you are, you'll be better. Because God always leads us. The Bible says that he leads us into triumph, into total victory in every single area of our life. Do you see? What I'm trying to do is get you uh, hungry to see the benefits of developing a strong spirit. You have to. It's a must. It's a must. So then, you know, relational, marital difficulties, job, career, setbacks. You know, if it doesn't go the way you thought it should go, what is the first thing that comes out? Is it, God, my God uh, shall work all things out for good for those who are called according to his purposes? Or is it, man, it's over. Man, this is it. You know, I remember Dr. Summerall, um, Lester Summerall, if you don't know who he is, look him up. I remember uh, hearing the story uh, of how he built a TV station, and God told him to start one. And he was traveling the world, and he he was coming and going. And one of these times, he flew back into South Bend. He landed his plane. He got off the plane, and there was one of his uh, employees waiting to talk to him and meet with him. And the first thing uh, that he he was told was, uh, hey, Dr. Summerall, your TV station burnt down. It's totally burnt to the ground. It's gone. And he said, why are you telling me that? Rebuild it. And then he got on the plane and left and took off. You know, what What came out of him? 
It wasn't worry, anxiety, and fear, though he had every reason in the natural to be concerned. I mean, how many of you, by a show of hands, would say, I'd be pretty upset. I'd be pretty concerned if, if your TV station burnt to the ground. You'd be upset. But what came out was, was faith. What came out was his spirit, man, was developed. He said, you know what? If God told me to do it, then that's not my problem. It's God's problem. That's how we got to be with the Word of God. We're not doing what we want to do. We're, we're doing what God has told us to do. And when you're developing your spirit, you're becoming more like Christ, more like God, and uh, you're allowing the Word of God to take root in your heart. Because your heart is your... Basically, when we talk about the heart, we're not talking about that uh, organ pumping blood through your body. We're talking about your spirit, man. And you're to sow the word in good ground, in good soil, which is the soil of your heart. And then it will produce 30, 60, 100 fold. When do you need it to produce? When things contrary to the word of God pop up. I'm not sitting here saying you need to expect negative things to happen. But what I'm saying is, is you should be building your spirit man up so that when things happen, you're not, um, you're not caving. You're not, you're not falling to the, to, to the trap of the devil. Uh, because he, you know, the Bible says you're to guard your heart with all diligence, guard your spirit with all diligence for out of it springs forth the issues of life. In other words, there'll be things that happen that are contrary to God's word, but you have to develop your spirit so that when these things come, you'll be able to handle anything that's thrown your direction. You know, it saddens me to see uh, believers even in a short amount of time. I mean, I graduated from Bible school in 2019. That's not that long ago. And just to see how many of the people I went to school with who didn't guard their heart against things in the world and things happening in their lives, and now they're not even serving God. That is just a tragedy. But the Bible says you have to guard your heart, guard your spirit, man. You know, this is why you need to develop your spirit on your own time and, and not just rely on your, your pastor on Sunday. Your pastor on Sunday is helping you, and that's part of your development. But you should take what you get on Sunday and build upon it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday you get another, another portion. You should develop your spirit on a daily basis. Why? So you can, you can be strong to get through anything that's thrown at you. Because guess what? The devil is not going to give you a free run up the side. He's going to come at you. He's going to try to stop you. He's going he's gonna to try, you know, like he did with Jesus. He took Jesus up on the, you know, he tempted Jesus three times. And what did Jesus say? His spirit, man, was developed. He wasn't, it wasn't just because he was God. Jesus humbled himself, became a man, and you can see at, even at the age of 12, what was Jesus doing? He was about his father's business. He was studying the scriptures. He was, he was learning about really himself, but he was discovering who, who he was, and just like we're to discover who we are in Christ. And he was developing his spirit, man. He was developing himself so that when the enemy comes, what did Jesus say? It is written. It is written. It is written. Why? Because that when when the enemy comes to squeeze you, what should come out is Jesus. What should come out is the word. When because the enemy is going to try to squeeze you, 
You're gonna. That's what circumstances and storms of life, and not every storm from life and circumstances is from the devil. It's called life. Things happen. People make mistakes. We're dealing with human beings who aren't perfect, so things happen. But when those things do happen, they squeeze you, and what happens is, is the word should come out when you're squeezed. You know, I remember we just launched the ministry in 2020. November 1st, and here, fast forward about six weeks, we're going down the highway, me and my wife, we're driving down the highway, and uh, we're minding our own business, just picked up some food, it was actually like the day after my birthday or something, and uh, we're going down the road, and suddenly, we're going the speed limit, we're just driving, and suddenly someone wasn't paying attention and just rams us right in the back of our car and thank God we didn't spin out and, and get hurt, but it, it damaged the car enough where we both had to pull over. I mean, the whole back end was, was smashed in. I mean, we're talking about somebody hit us going probably 65, 70 and we're going 55. And I remember, you know, obviously in that moment, you're a little shaken up, you know, natural emotions, but I just remember staying calm, staying quiet, and then talking to my wife. And the first thing that came out of both of our mouths was this isn't right. The devourer is rebuked. We give our tithes. We give our offerings. And now we just launched the ministry, and the enemy is trying to squeeze us through the circumstance of that whatever, trying to stop us before we start. And we said, no, he's not going to have this. And we, the scripture came out of our mouth. We began to speak that out. And in a short amount of time, we went from having a, a, it was a good car, but it was totaled. I mean, they had to total it out because the frame was bent. Still drove and everything, but the that's how they do work it with insurance companies. Totaled out, and then now we're waiting on everything to work through, and we're just proclaiming the scripture. We're standing on the word because our spirit man is developed. You have to develop your spirit, man. And when we were squeezed and we were speaking the word, and next thing you know, long story short, $10,000 supernaturally through different means came in, and we were able to go get and purchase the car we drive now, which is a Jeep Cherokee, a way better car, more room. We needed it to travel for ministry. So what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around for good. But we had to develop our spirit, man. We had to put in the work ahead of time. You know, imagine if we waited until that moment to be like, okay, what does the Bible say? No, it, it's a little, it's not too late, but it's it's almost too late. You need to know ahead of time. That's why in 2021, I know that's why God told us to start, um, as churches requested, start doing he- healing schools and start teaching the word of God on healing. Why? Because we're not waiting until another epidemic pandemic to, to start building our spirit, man. We're going to start building it now because the Bible says in the last days that there'll be many plagues, many trials, many things come our way, and we need to be ready. That's why we, why do we teach on giving and receiving? Why do we teach on the blessing of God? Why do we teach on provision? Because what happens if the day comes when all of a sudden the whole system that we have now is totally gone? And now you only have to rely upon God's provision. You better have your spirit man developed and ready for that moment, or otherwise you ain't going to make it. And this is why many believers don't have yet what they need to have or what they should have, because they're not developed enough to receive what God has for them. You know, it's like going to the gym, right? This is, this, I'm a little off notes, but I feel it's necessary. It's like going to the gym and it's like, you know, I really want to bench press, uh, 
you know, 325 pounds. Well, if this is your first time ever in the gym and you go and do that, you number one, you better have a spotter or you might be dead because as soon as you even try to pick it up off the thing, it's coming straight down on you because you haven't developed your muscles enough to be able to bench press that. That's the same with the spirit. God has these things in store for you. The Bible says no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no eyes that entered into the heart of man, which is where your spirit man is, those things that God has prepared for them. Because you have to prepare yourself. You have to put in the work yourself. And then God will prepare you through you working with him. And then you will receive that which you have. That's what I tell young people. You really want to get uh, married, a young person, you 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, even 16, even now. You can start now. Start preparing yourself. Be the husband you want to be for your wife. Be the wife you want to be for your husband. Make the changes. Build your spirit man up. Be a man of God. Be a woman of God. Quit looking at you know everything else, the exterior, and start working on the interior because God always does the work in you and then he does it through you. So you need to start focusing on developing your spirit man and developing yourself. And then, then you'll be able to stand against anything. So number one, a strong spirit will get you through anything. Number two. Actually, this is worth mentioning for number one. Back up is just a second. Proverbs 24.10, NLT. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. So in other words, if you find yourself when pressure comes, it's like, ah, oh, man, I know the Bible says, but, and then you fail. That means you need to dive into the word of God like never before and build up your strength in God's word so that you won't fail under pressure. Amen. If you stand firm and succeed under pressure, your spirit is strong. Maybe there's times where you had victories. You're like, you know what? This was a temptation. Or you know what? I, I, I stood on God's word for provision and know it looked like it was impossible. But you know what? I just had a strength in me. I knew, I knew what the word said. And, I, and then you saw the victory. Well, your strength, your, 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 you built it up. So it's like you got to start somewhere. This is why we tell everybody, start somewhere. You know, you go to the gym. You may not do 325 right now, but you can do uh, 95. So start bench pressing 95. And as you can do that easier, then increase the weight and do that. And then that's how you build up. That's what we got to do. If you're failing under pressure, build your strength up in the spirit. Man. And this is what's good about the things of the spirit is the Bible says those who are hunger and thirst after righteousness, they'll be filled. So really, it's not determined on uh, time with God. It's ter- determined on hunger. So the hungrier you are to go after the things of God and discipline yourself to put in the work and to pr- godliness is profitable unto all things and build up your spirit, man, he'll accelerate you. I want you to type acceleration in the comments. He'll accelerate. Acceleration. Because you're hungry. Because you're devouring it. That's why it seems like sometimes some Christians, they just grab a hold of it. And then it's like in a short amount of time, it's like they went from here, this level, up to this level. How? Hunger. They were hungry for more. They put in the work. They, they, they worked their faith. They went to the gym, the spiritual gym. They put in the work. Amen. And so you can do the same. So number one. Um, you can, uh, a strong spirit will get you through anything. Number two, a strong spirit will help you receive from God. So I was already getting into that even ahead of time. A strong spirit will help you receive from God. Many are trying to receive from God, but faith is the, is the key ingredient, right? 
Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We're not just trying to receive for a one moment thing. We're trying to receive for a lifetime. I'm not just trying to receive once. I'm trying to receive for the rest of my life. And so you got to constantly develop your faith. The stronger your spirit is, the easier it becomes to receive. Type that in the comments. Write that down. The stronger your spirit is, the easier it becomes to receive. Why? Because the Bible says in Hebrews 6, verse 12, through faith and patience. The Amplified says endurance, consistency, standing your ground, we inherit the promises. So through faith and patience, standing your ground. That means, you know, the faith part is comes from the word. But then patience, patience does have to do with time, does have to do with waiting. But it's like the, the more, you know, you go into the gym, the more you go in, uh, to the word of God, you develop yourself, develop yourself. That's working patience. And then eventually you're going to receive what God has, and then you'll be strong enough to keep it. And I'm getting ahead of myself in point number three, but you want to be able to not just get something one time and that's it. You want to be able to walk this thing out. You want to be able to, after you hit 325 in the gym, you want to be able to go to the gym every single time after that and still be able to do that, if not more. Because God is a God of never-ending increase. God is the God of, of more, of glory to glory, from faith to faith. How do you want to go to the next level in God? You have to develop your spirit, man. There's no way around it. You have to. You know, you need to reconsider your situation according to the Word. What's your situation? What does it look like? You need to reconsider it. And say, you know what? I've been looking at it in the in the wrong way. I need to look at it through the lenses of the Word of God and allow God to take this situation, develop my faith, develop my spirit, man, so that I can be stronger. Not to accept. I'm not saying that you accept defeat. We don't ever accept defeat. Whatever circumstance looks contrary to God's Word cannot remain. It has to change. But at the same time, you got to you got to reconsider and say, am I looking at this the right way? And if you aren't, just humble yourself and say, Lord, forgive me. I've been, I thought I've been looking at this the right way, but I'm not. And now I'm going to develop my spirit. This is what people um, in the 1950s during the healing revival, this is what they needed. See, they were going to the tent meetings and they were getting healed by the thousands. And it was amazing because the gifts of the spirit were moving. God was moving. And, and it was awesome. I love hearing the stories. But after the people would get healed and get uh, receive their miracle, some of them, a lot of them, uh, would lose their healing after like three weeks, six weeks. Why? Because their spirit, man, was not developed to keep it. See, that, that's why many of the, of, the, of the ministers came out with books on how to keep your healing. And a lot of it included developing your faith in the area of healing because you, you have to be able to keep it. You know, it's great to hit it one time in the gym, but how about consistently doing it? That's what we want. We want to keep it. So point number two, a strong spirit will help you receive from God. Point number three, a strong spirit will help you hold on to what you receive. Type that in the comments. A strong spirit will help you hold on to what you receive. So you, it's not just you get it and then you lose it. No, you get it and you keep it. Because Galatians 6 verse 9 says, Let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint, acting nobly and doing right. This is amplified. For in due time, in due season, at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So in other words, don't grow weary. you gotta, you got to be able to hold on to what you receive. 
And you do that by developing your faith. So it's like, you know, that's why we put out books like His Word Heals. It's 101 healing scriptures. So people don't just get healed. They can develop their faith. They can develop their spirit, man, because the way you feed your spirit, man, is the Word. The way you feed your spirit, man, is the Word. The Word is your spiritual is part of your spiritual gym. Speaking the Word, reading the Word, and I'll get into those on Thursday. But the Word is your gym, so you want to you wanna build up your spirit, man, so that you can keep it. And it's not just like confessing and memorizing. No, it's, it's allowing the Word of God to come alive to you. It's, allow, it's allowing the Word of God not just you know, to hear it once and then forget it. No, it's, it's, to, it's for, for it to become a part of who you are. And that's important. Amen. And so allow, uh, allow, allow yourself or position yourself. I should say not allow position yourself and, and gain a hunger that I don't just want to receive from God. I want to keep it. I don't want to just hit a level and then come back down. I want to hit a level and I want to I want to go to the next level and then the next level and then the next level. I want to I want to go on never-ending increase with God and that's constantly developing your spirit man. Right now, even as you're listening to me because the word is gone word is going forth and you're listening and you're hearing, especially if you're taking notes, what's happening? You're actually you're right now, you're in the spiritual gym. You're developing your spirit because the word is coming forth. It's penetrating to your heart because the word is sharp it's quick it uh, pierces between the soul and the spirit it goes straight to the heart and then you uh, you are hearing it you're developing hearing the word of god preached on a daily basis is part of developing your spirit man you know that's why we have daily bible reading plan right because every day you can meditate on the word you can read it in the daytime you can read it at night but you need to take it a step further and you need to listen to, to preaching. Right now, those who are watching live and listening to the podcast later, you, you've made that decision. You're going to develop your spirit, man. But how about if you did it every single day? Imagine, you know, think about this. I love using the, the gym side of things because it really helps you get a visual. You know, imagine the guy who starts today and he goes to the gym and he goes five days a week for the next year. And he like gets a trainer, he works his biceps, his legs, everything. He works every area of his body, and he's, he's in there to body build. In 365 days from now, you can, you can just imagine what he's going to look like. He's going to be strong, he's going to have muscles, he's going to be defined, he's going to look fit if he did, if he stuck to it. Imagine you doing that in the spirit. Imagine what your spirit man would look like if every single day you read your Bible, you listened to preaching, you developed the Word, you did the Word of God. You didn't just hear it, you did it. You do everything I'm telling you. You won't look like the same person 365 days from now. Who am I talking to today? Come on, it's time to develop your spirit man. It's time to receive and keep all that God has for you. Amen. So number three, a strong spirit will help you hold on to what you receive. Number four, this will help a lot of you too. A strong spirit will help you resist the devil and temptation. Many people are struggling with sin and with temptation from the devil because their spirit is weak. Because they, they, they haven't starved the flesh per se. I'm not saying don't eat, but like you got to, you have, your spirit man has to be stronger. You know, 
when people first get saved, it's when they're most vulnerable. That's why the, the Bible says the devil comes immediately to try to snatch away the word because they have no understanding of God's word yet. They, they haven't developed their spirit. Man is a literally a newborn baby in the spirit. They're literally like two days old, a day old. I mean, imagine a newborn baby. I mean, one day old. I mean, that's their spirit, man. So the enemy comes, tries to take it. But you can't allow that because as you develop your spirit, temptation and in, in the attacks of the enemy, are they start fading. I mean, I know many of you watching right now or listening, you probably had some sin. Maybe it was alcohol. You were always getting drunk or maybe you did drugs and, you know, you struggled with that. But the more you've developed your spirit, the more you've gotten to understand who God is and what the word of God says, it's like that stuff is not even a temptation anymore. Why? Because you've developed your spirit, man, enough to withstand the uh, the attacks of the enemy. The Bible says, submit yourself to God and resist the devil, and he will flee. Well, how do you submit yourself to God? Through his word. You submit to his word. You submit to what he said. And you, you go and you get into what the Bible says, and then you develop your spirit, man, so that when temptation comes, if somebody, you know, if somebody came to me and said, hey, you know, you want to go to the bar and have some have some drinks and, and party, I'd be look at him and say, no, thank you. I'm good. Immediately what would come out of my spirit is I'm, I'm saved, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm not tempted by that anymore. Now, when I was 21 years old, five days saved, would it be maybe harder? You better believe it would have been. But still, even then, I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. God, God helps you. Just like he helps a newborn baby. Or we help a newborn baby when they're born. Parents. I'm a new parent, so I, this is reality to me. I got to help my baby. Well, God does the same for us when we're in our newborn diapers as uh, born-again believers. But at some point, you got to develop your own faith. At some point, you can't rely on anyone else. And you, can't, you can rely on God to help you because he sent a helper, the Holy Spirit. Notice how the Holy Spirit is a helper, but he's not a doer. You need to write that down and think about that thought. The Holy Spirit's a helper, but not a doer. He'll help you. He'll help you understand. He'll help you and grace you to do what I'm telling you to do, but he won't do the work for you. Notice how the Bible says he'll bring all these things to your remembrance. Well, to remember anything, you got to know what it says to begin with. <laughs> so he'll help you, but he won't do it for you. So the temptation, the stronger your spirit is, the more help you the the strong spirit will help you resist the devil the bible says ephesians 6 verse 10 be strong in the lord in the power of his might that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil be strong in the lord be strong in the word be strong in the things of the spirit so that when the wiles of the enemy come you'll be able to withstand them amen Amplified says that you may be able to successfully and stand up against the strategies and the deceits of the devil. He'll try to deceive you, but guess what? When your spirit man is strong, you will resist the devil and he will flee. Can you say amen? So type number four in the comments. A strong spirit will help you resist the devil and temptation. Praise God. Number five. A strong spirit will help others or will help you help others a strong spirit will help you help others you can't help somebody if you need help yourself many people know that if you are struggling yourself it's impossible to help somebody else 
who's struggling with the same thing because you're both struggling. You need somebody who's overcome whatever you're going through to help you overcome because they're victorious. That's why we have God. That's why we have Jesus, our example, right? So once he helps us, this is where God uses your testimony to help somebody else. You can help someone else. So look, Romans 15, verse 1. We then are strong, ought to bear the infirmities or the weaknesses of the weak. So in other words, we who are strong in spirit, this is the whole purpose of the fivefold. We're human just like you. We, ha- we had to accept Jesus just like you. But God has put called men and women to be the fivefold. He's given gifts unto men for the perfection of the saints, for the equipping of the saints. That perfection means the maturity. So our job is to be strong in spirit, to pull you up so you can be strong in spirit. Not saying you're super weak, but there's people on all different levels. You know, there's people I listen to who are at a greater level than me, that I'm, I'm trying to go to a further level than I am now. How do I get there? By listening and by receiving from someone who's, who's going or who is at where I want to be. The same is true for you. So in other words, there's people in your life who's struggling with maybe what you never struggled with. But as you develop your spirit, you can help somebody else. So a strong spirit will help you help others. Type that in the comments. A strong spirit will help you help others. Luke twenty two thirty one says, and 32, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you. So Satan is desiring to have everyone that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. In other words, Jesus was telling Peter, hey, guess what? Right now you're weak, and I'm the one who's pulling you up and strengthening you. But the day's coming where when you're developed in your spirit, you will strengthen your brethren. You will help someone else. So your your development of your spirit is also attached to helping other people. So it's not just a selfish thing. It's saying, you know what? I need to break through. I need to see my spirit developed so I can help other people develop their spirits so that I can pull those who are weak up out of weakness into a greater strength so I can teach other people, so I can help other people. That's what I'm doing right now. Imagine if I didn't develop my spirit to help you today. And I think that's why God put it strong in my spirit because one, I need to develop my spirit even more. But two, there's others who you guys listen to us on a day, on a weekly basis, at least Thursday nights, you're listening or the podcast. And our job is not just to be talking heads, but to help you develop your spirit so you can be strong. So when the days of adversity come, you can not only help yourself, you can help other people. I mean, think of it. You know, it inspires me when I see other men and women of great faith who uh, they've developed their spirit to see supernatural miracles, signs, wonders. And, and uh, you know, they stand up against uh, wickedness and they prevail and all that. It's inspiring. You know, somebody who's strong is an inspire, inspiration to others. They're inspiring. Wow. You know, you, the Bible says, Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. He must have been, I, he, we know he was. He was spectacular. People were seeing him and being like, man, yeah, I mean, look at the faith that Paul has. You know, it, and he was saying, look, God's no respecter of persons. I'm just being an example to you because I'm following him. Mom's developed my spirit. See, you got to get out of this mindset that there's people on this platform that they they can see great things happen. And you can't. You can. But are you willing to put in the work like they have? You know, I remember um, 
a story uh, from a pastor of mine in the past when I attended a church, and he's told this story about how he was getting a little disgruntled that he was seeing one of his friends uh, see greater breakthroughs in, in different areas of the miraculous than him, and he's saying, God, like, why, why, uh, why is this? I'll just use Johnny and Jim uh, for the sake of names. And he said, why is Johnny breaking through and in, in seeing greater things? Why are you moving more with him than me? Like, I've been saved longer. I, you know, I've been attending church longer. And, and the Lord responded and said, he's hungry. He's more hungry than you are. And he's developing himself at a greater pace than you because he's hungry. He's he's. He's putting in the work, in other words. And he said, oh, my God, forgive me, Lord. I, I was just going through the motions. I was just going to church and reading my Bible and just that's it. And God was saying, look, I'll use you like I use them. I'll, you can see what they see. You can have the breakthrough like them, but are you willing to put in the work? Come on. I know I'm listening. There's people listening to me right now. You're willing to put in the work. Come on. You can see your body healed. In Jesus' name. You can see that total restoration in your body. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. You can see it. But are you willing to develop your spirit, man, to be strong, to not just get a healing and, and then expect another uh, failure in your body? But no, you get your healing and then you develop your faith so you can walk in divine healing so that everybody can w ask you, man, you're never sick. Why are you never sick? Because I've developed my spirit, man, to the point where I just don't get sick. And a lot of times people take that as, um, arrogance, but really it's just confidence in God. It's, it's, it's saying, you know what? I, I believe the word of God more than I believe anything else. And I just, I just want to see it happen in my life. And because you want to see it, you're hungry. You develop your spirit, man. You'll see it come to pass. Can you say amen? So you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. Amen. And I see you doing that now. That's number five. You can help others because once you get your breakthrough, you're going to help others break through. You're not just getting it for yourself to look at me. So number five, a strong spirit will help you help others. Number six, a strong spirit will help you withstand impact and pressure. Type that down. A strong spirit will help you withstand impact and pressure because the enemy is going to... He's the devil's going to try things or the like I said, the world. Right. And so when Jesus talked about those who build their foundation upon my word, when the winds and waves come and upon their his teachings, the winds and waves, they're going to come. The storms of life come, but your house will not crumble. It will not be shaken because it was built on a firm foundation. So you, when the when the attacks come, when the. Uh, Next, whatever happens, next pandemic, next plague, whatever they talk about, whatever recession, whatever thing you want to think about when it comes to the world, it comes, you're not shaken by the pressures that the world is trying to put on you, but your faith is developed to the point where you're not, you, you might come off arrogant, but you're not trying to be. You're just saying, no, I'm not receiving what the world's given me. I'm standing for God's word. I'm standing for the truth. I'm standing that, there, yes, there's an impact. The enemy is trying to penetrate your, your shield of faith, but your shield of faith is up, and you're not allowing the enemy to come in and take you over. Because your faith is developed and the storm comes, but your house will stand. Can you say amen? The storm may come, but your house will stand. And then here's another thing. I love this. 
Actually, I want to turn to it. James 1, verse 2, says, Count it all joy, my brethren, when you meet trials of various kinds. So pressures, trials, testing of your faith. For you know that the testing of your faith produce steadfastness or patience. And let patience have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So when the pressures come, it's time to put faith into action, and then that puts pressure on patience. And when pressure's on patience, you won't lack anything at the end of the day. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper because your shield of faith is up. Hallelujah. A strong spirit will help you withstand impact and pressure. Uh, I heard a man of God use this example. It's like a skyscraper. It's designed to absorb uh, the shock of earthquakes if they're built in California. They build skyscrapers on purpose to absorb uh, earthquake shocks in California. So in other words, that's how your face should be. You know, yes, you know, there might be something that comes unexpected. No one expected what happened in 2020, but everyone was caught off guard. Now, next time, if there is one, we shouldn't be caught off guard. Our faith should be built just like that skyscraper. When the earthquake comes to try to shake the world, we'll be unshakable. Can you say amen? Type that in the comments. Unshakable. Your faith will be unshakable because you built your spirit man up. A strong spirit. Amen. Well, it's withstand impact and pressure. Number seven, a strong spirit will build a protective barrier around your heart. Remember what I said earlier. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs forth the issues of life. You gotta guard your spirit, man. What your spirit, what you see, what you hear. All that impacts your spirit. And so when you have built up your spirit to the point where it is a barrier around your house or, or your, your faith, it's a barrier around your, your heart, not your house, around your heart, then sickness can't penetrate it. It might try. The doctors might give you a report, but what comes out of your spirit is, no, I am healed of the Lord. Thank you, doctor, for telling me what's going on, but I know that my God is a healer. I know that by his stripes, I am healed. I know that he sent his word and healed me of all my diseases. I know that my God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer. And you start putting the word to work because it builds a barrier around your heart where you don't allow the issues of life to impact your heart, but you actually, they ricochet off of your, your spirit, man. And then they, it causes uh, the word to go into effect in your life, and it causes transformation on the outside because on the inside, you're protected. On the inside, you're strong. On the inside, nothing's coming through. Amen. So when discouragement comes, it has to get out of the way. Discouragement has to stay away because it tries, but your spirit man is strong. Fear will try to come, but guess what? Your spirit man is built up because you, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Do you get what I'm saying here? That when you guard your heart with all diligence, then the issues of life cannot spring out but the issues of life that are already out there have to transform and change to what the Word of God says. And then also, offense can't enter in. When you're guarding your heart, people, the number one attack is offense. Get you offended. Get you offended at God. Can't believe God didn't do this and this and this and this. No, these things are going to change whether I, whether I got to put in the work of patience 
through faith and patience, me waiting until the promise manifests, I'm going to see it come to pass. And that's how you lack nothing because you're guarding your heart. So a strong spirit will build a protective barrier around your heart. Psalm one eight or Psalm 112, verse 6 through 8. I'm going to leave you with this. The Bible says, Surely he has not moved forever. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. You know, you can take that and you could say, My heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Your heart can be fixed, trusting in God. No matter what comes at you, the issues of life might come, and they probably will. But guess what? You're going to have a protective barrier around your heart because you're developing your spirit man to be strong. I want you to type in the comments, strong spirit, strong spirit. Start confessing that every day. I have a strong spirit. As you read your Bible, my spirit's getting stronger. Now, when you sit down and read your Bible, listen to this, you're not, don't think of it as like, oh, I'm just listening passively, you know, oh, great. No, look at it like I'm going to the gym. These are my dumbbells in my hand right now. This is the bench press in my hand. This is the treadmill right now. I'm building up my spirit, man, to be strong. I mean, you all should be bodybuilders in the spirit. Can you say amen? We all should be ready. For what's a coming? Nothing should take us unaware because of our spirit man is strong. Can you say amen? So I want to pray for you all. Uh, that God would open your eyes of your understanding. That he would grant to you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation and the knowledge of his son. And that, that way when you are reading your word. You have a greater understanding of what you're really doing. And then it causes a hunger to explode in your heart where you'll go after God's word and God, the things of God like never before. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for that person listening right now under the sound of my voice. Lord, I thank you as you put this on my heart to develop a strong spirit. I thank you that right now after this hour-long broadcast that our spirits are getting stronger and stronger because the Word of God is coming forth. Our spirits are building up. Faith is coming, Lord, and we're able to work our faith by not just being hearers only, but hearers only, but doers of the Word. So I thank you, Lord, right now that you open their eyes to their understanding, grant unto them the spirit of wisdom and the revelation and knowledge of your Son, Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you that every single day they're getting stronger and stronger, that we'll see more victories after victories instead of defeat after defeat. That may the last defeat they ever have be the last defeat they've ever had in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, before we close, we always want to give you an opportunity to work your faith in the area of finances and also just sow a seed. Maybe you're looking for a place to plant a seed here on uh, this great holiday. We want to give you that opportunity so you can go to zanerministries.com slash give. You can give by credit or debit card. Um, you can also text give ZMI to 610-890-7505, and you can give that way or PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, all of them at give ZMI or dollar sign. And then you can also mail in a check for those who are partners who mail in checks or you'd like to become a partner uh, by just sending a check every month. You can do so. Make it out to Zayner Ministries, P.O. Box 125, Copley, P.A. 18037. And uh, just obey the Holy Ghost in your giving. And uh, this is your way to exercise your faith for finances. You know, Bible says he gives seed to the sower. 
And so uh, he'll multiply your resources for giving. So in other words, maybe you got a seed in your hand. Maybe it's not enough to meet the need. Our motto is it must be seed. So sow a seed and do what God says to do. And uh, at the same time, as you're doing that, ask the Lord, maybe he'll have you become one of our 100 monthly partners. We're believing for 100 partners by December 31st. And uh, you can do so at any amount. You know, I had a I had a seven-year-old, or maybe she's nine, seven or nine, one of the two, seven, eight, nine, come up to me and say, I want to be a partner with your ministry. How much do I need to give in order to be a partner? And I said, you can just give a dollar a month if you want. Obviously, I we, we're believing God for 40 who give 100, and, and I believe in God for people who... Who uh, who can sow a thousand a month, or five hundred a month, or two hundred, or three hundred? But you know what? No one's too young to sow, and God will multiply that seed. You know, I I believe that God will multiply that seven year old's dollar, and so she can go sow more, not just to me, but to other places, and she'll see God's word work. So you can be a partner at any amount. Just go to zanerministries.com/partner, become one of the hundred partners, and uh, if you do sign up to become a partner today at $84 or more a month, we will send you uh, our T-shirt that I have here somewhere, our brand new T-shirt, as a way of saying thank you. Or if you'd like to purchase it, you can do so right now. Just scan that or go to zanerministries.com. We'll send you uh, the T-shirt. We just need to know your size. If you become a partner at $84 or more a month. Why $84? Because some people want to give $1,000, but they just can't do it at one time. Well, in 12 months, if you give $84 a month uh, consistently, that would be just a little over $1,000. And you can you can sell $1,000 into the ministry for souls. And that's one way. And we'll give you this shirt as just a way to say thank you. Also, these are all the, like the extra things. If you want... A prayer request, you can do so by going to xanderministries.com slash prayer. Today is just me in the studio. So I'm running all these preliminaries, but Jose normally helps me. He'll be with me on Thursday. And uh, you can give us your uh, prayer request there. And then this week only, or for now I should say, because the Lord put it on my heart, Wednesday 1 o'clock we'll be going live again. So those who are watching, set a reminder, Wednesday 1 o'clock, um, it, we're going to be talking about developing a strong spirit. So you're not going to want to miss it. Part two is going to be good. Amen. Who's going to join us? Type it in the comments. So you'll be there. It'll be one o'clock. You can always catch the replay if you can't watch it live. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's all I have. We have a couple events coming up. We're going to be in Allentown here shortly we'll be at the Word of Faith Lehigh Valley Church you can see it there on the screen Friday through Sunday then we're going to be in Kansas City that's going to be a Sunday morning Sunday night and a Wednesday night breakthrough and turnaround services come expecting a miracle then we're going to be just outside of Cleveland, Ohio at Strongsville Christian Church for a great weekend of revival and Holy Ghost services plus soul winning. And then we're going to be at River of Life Ministries in South Hill, Virginia for Holy Ghost services and soul winning as well. So plan to be a part if you're in the areas. we love to see you, meet you, and be there. Amen. Praise God. Well, I love you guys. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Check out this testimony before you close out of how God uh, opened the eyes of the blind under the tent. I love you guys. God bless you. I'll see you on Wednesday. Till then. Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZanerMinistries.com and click on the Give Now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.